Welcome back, everybody. It's Gouda. And Cole, I'm here. I know. I think some people thought I, like, disappeared or quit the podcast or something. Some people contacted me asking if I needed help because they thought you left me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Nobody actually said that. Probably somebody thought that, I did get asked by one person, I'm not going to say who, if I quit the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. That's did two weeks in a row without me. So. Yeah. And I recorded a backup episode where I was still in India. So I'm actually... what? So what's today again? Today's Tuesday. Okay. So today is Tuesday. I left India Monday morning. India's Monday morning. India's Monday so morning. that would have been Sunday night. Correct. And so now it's Wednesday, India... So I'm doing great, everybody. <laughs> I'm so tired. But that's why I recorded a backup episode, just in case if I didn't have enough time to edit. But we both agreed, like, we need some Cole and Gouda time. Yes. On the podcast together. So here yes. we are. Yes. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited that you're back. I think people probably got super annoyed with me talking about how much I missed you and how okay. ready I was for you to come home. So... Now they get to listen to you because I get to I have to leave in a day. <laughs> yeah, Cole's going to Cabo. Woo-woo. For her bachelorette party. We're about to get lit. It's gonna be great. Lit in the most gospel sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's gonna be slob kebab central. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> slob kebab central. Well, yeah, so my bachelor parties happening in vegas but honestly i'm jelly because cabo is gonna be a it's gonna be fantastic one because it's well cabo but two it's also all-inclusive whereas vegas you walk into any door and you're throwing away hundreds of dollars yeah but not throwing away like it'll still be fun but definitely not all-inclusive let's put it that way so give the the listeners who potentially didn't listen to last week's episode like a two-minute little summation of your trip. How was it? Yeah. Wow. That was – it was an unexpected, honestly, is the, the best way to put it. I had my reservations about the trip because, one, I had just never been to that side of the world before. I'd only ever traveled to Sweden. Uh, that's the furthest east I had ever gone and so I was I was nervous in a lot of ways, specifically because our cultures between the U.S. and India are drastically different in a lot of ways. Just for anybody, yeah, that didn't listen. So what I went there for was for work, and I was meeting the engineers that I support for my day-to-day engineering management role. And I met my group of engineers, and some of them <laughs> found the podcast because they found me on Instagram. And they said they enjoyed listening to my episode while I was in India, by the way. That's so funny. So shout out to any of my Indian friends that are listening to the podcast. This is Cole, by the way. I talked a lot about her and I showed a lot of pictures of you. But this is Cole. Thank you for letting me have him back. I appreciate it. (laughs) But yeah, just to summarize like very quickly, I was nervous in a lot of ways, but then I was just overwhelmed by the hospitality of the Indian folks that I got to meet and, and got to know. So I first and foremost, like I flew into to Delhi and then I flew to what's called Pune and Pune is a smaller town or city. And remember, everything is relative sizing 
India has 1.6 billion people plus in the whole country. So when I say a small city, it's about roughly 9 million people. So there's a lot of people there. So that was like the first thing that caught me off guard is there's no such thing as personal space in India. It took some adjusting for sure, especially like traffic and everything. Traffic laws are more like guidelines (laughs) is the way to put it. But again, back to the hospitality, I've never met a group of people that just felt so like ready to do anything at the drop of a hat, just like whatever you need, I will get it and I will make sure that you have a good time while you're visiting my country. So shout out to my Indian friends, to my engineers, if you're listening. It was a phenomenal time. And honestly, I can't wait to go back and hopefully I can bring Cole the next time that I come to so that Cole can experience the country as well. I hope that they're able to come here. They, that's what they were asking for. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah so they, they wanted to come to the U.S. because, yeah, the, the, the majority of them, I think every single person that I had talked to hadn't been to the U.S. They had been to other countries before, but they hadn't been specifically to the U.S. And yeah, I like I told them, I was like, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on in Indiana. <laughs> not unless they come during May. That Yeah, we talked about May and the uh, the race and everything but the uh, there's always a, a welcome place here in indiana for any of our indian friends for sure we'll, we'll make sure that you are given just the same amount of hospitality as you gave me so so thank you to, to anyone that that listens yeah amazing that's Love it. that's the trip so that's a nice segue into what we want to talk about today and that is specifically being a part in a relationship for an extended period of time. And I know, and I want to address it right away. I already told Cole about this. <laughs> somebody is rolling their eyes. Maybe it's like Mama Ditto. Maybe it's somebody else that's been <laughs> in a long-term relationship. To put it into perspective, Cole and I met during COVID. So the beginnings, the middle, and the current of our relationship has pretty much always been together. Not just during COVID, during quarantine. Yeah. The bars and restaurants were starting to open back up when we met, but there were lots of workplaces that were not allowing anyone to come in, schools that were not allowing people to come in. So we were very much still in a phase of quarantine when we first started dating. So we started our relationship. Everyone joked during quarantine that like, couples were breaking up and divorces were happening and all the things. I think that was totally true because nobody had been used to like being on top of each other like that. But that's how you and I started our relationship. So I think we had a very, we have a very different experience than a lot of couples because we started our relationship basically living together and basically being on top of one another. Yeah. So the separation has been a challenge for us. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we would go on dates and those dates would either be like outside <laughs> because the restaurants couldn't have you in indoors. Yeah. And then what do you want to do next? Oh, go to the movies, oh, go shopping. No, you can't do right. any of that. Let's go on a walk. <laughs> let's go home or let's go on a walk yeah. or yeah, some something that is very much up in each other's space and we don't have anything else to do other than talk about everything and anything about ourselves yeah we definitely we started our relationship i feel like a a lot different than other people do and so up to this point in our relationship we've been apart we've been apart before but never this amount of time i was gone for a week and a half ish or a little bit longest we had been apart before india 
was I think seven days, mm. seven days, six nights probably. Mm-hmm. And this was about 15 days. Yeah, I think it's important that we talk about maybe our different experiences during this trip and just normalize some things. I think from my perspective of being the one that was still at home and supposed to like be business as usual, Mm -hmm. I've always considered myself a very independent person, an independent woman, if you may. And I don't – I'm not embarrassed by – saying how much I missed him and how much these 15 days were hard for me. And like some days were easier than others and some days were harder than others. But I very much know that my independence and my love for you and our relationship, they can like coexist. Mm. You know what I mean? And I want to point out to people that like I did not just sit at home for 15 days and not do anything (laughs) and just sob the whole time (laughs) i went to work every day i the first weekend josh was gone he literally left on like a friday and that saturday i went out with a bunch of my friends yeah Um, yeah friday morning yeah i went out with friends i went to dinner with friends was able to catch up with people i haven't seen in a while went to work every day so yeah, I would say that, yeah, I didn't just sit at home and just be like oh, twiddling my thumbs and saying, oh, my God, I don't know what to do now that Josh is gone. Where's Gouda? <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't mean that like the 15 days were not hard for me. And I want to point out that the India trip was sprung on us. Mm, yeah, it was very much last minute. Type and thing. so I think that Boone is being very dramatic. Boone cried the whole time you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> Boone became a mama's boy the whole time I was gone. He really did. Good God. Hopefully you guys can't hear what Boone's doing right now. I, the trip was sprung on us. It was like we were living life as normal, thinking about what comes next. We've got our wedding. We've got each of our bachelor and bachelorette parties, all the things. And then it was like, oh, Josh, guess what? You're going to India next week kind of thing. And so I think for me, it was I didn't have enough time to like emotionally prepare for what this meant for us and what for what it meant for me and the dogs and just all the things. Mm -hmm. So I think that I kind of started the trip out as being like, oh, shit, like I I need to pull myself together really quickly because he's leaving for India in a week. And (laughs) for anyone that knows, so Boone had a little bit of a scare while Josh was gone which is another reason why this thing was especially hard. So Boone had basically had a mini seizure by some sort of infection that he got. And as you, if you can hear him in the background, he's back to his normal sassy self. Thank God it wasn't something more serious. But I think the the stress of Josh not being here during all of that and me having to handle it by myself, having that kind of scare on top of, everybody knows that I struggle with anxiety and depression. So like all of these things, those things put together were why I was low for a few days, but I'm actually pretty proud of myself of the way that I handled everything and the way that I was able to bounce back and take advantage of the time alone because I do enjoy being by myself. So I definitely wanted to take some of this time to do things that I wanted to do and to reflect and to take care of myself and all of these things. Like I didn't just wait want to waste the time of being alone I don't I'm not one of those people that like I actually I'm an introvert I very much love being by myself and Josh knows this Josh and I have the kind of relationship where we are not just 
life partners, but we are best friends. We have the same group of friends. We enjoy the same kind of activities. We essentially love, we just love being around each other. And I think for a lot of couples who probably, or just people in general that were like, I don't know why Nicole is acting like the world is over. It's only a week and a half. Like she'll survive the way what I chalked it up to be is those people just have never experienced the kind of relationship where they just genuinely love being around the other person. So I think that's the difference is I am not ashamed as a woman to say that I missed my husband, my fiance, the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I missed him for 15 days and there were days that I struggled and there were days that I was okay. But I think the time difference as well is we didn't really get to talk all that much because it was, there was a nine hour difference. And basically when you woke up was when I was going to bed and vice versa. So I think that, I don't know why I feel like I, I need to defend myself for some reason <laughs> because I missed you. And because there were days that I struggled, I'm somehow not a strong woman. Cause I know that's not the case. I know that the thing, the two things can coexist, like I said earlier, but I, it, it was hard. It was, the trip was sprung on us. One of our babies got sick. It was hard. I kept myself busy. Like I said, I was able to hang out with friends. I was able to do a lot of things that I, for the wedding, things that I kept me productive and kept me focused on what what comes next in our life. The house looks amazing, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that was, I was almost embarrassed at times to reach out to people and say, hey, I'm really struggling with Josh being gone. I think the biggest thing that I want people to understand is I don't, ever since I met Josh, I don't sleep well by myself anymore. I just don't. And I know I have the dogs, but sometimes they even make it worse because like here I am, I set the alarm for our house, I'm getting ready for bed. And then at 2 a.m., Boone starts like growling and barking as if he hears or sees something. And I will always be very thankful of my boys and their protective nature. But like when it's nothing and he does this for hours and you're trying to sleep, it was, I was like in my own head about what if something is happening? What if he hears something that I don't hear? You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. I know I can take care of myself. I did it for 28 years before I met Josh, but I have come to know and love the fact that you would do anything to protect me, just like the boys would do anything to protect me. And so I just, I don't sleep well without you. That's just like a well-known fact at this point. Again, I was embarrassed to admit to some people that I was struggling without you, but I also want people to understand that there were days several days at a time that I was doing just fine Hmm. and I can still, I could could always tell via the FaceTime how good or bad the day was. (laughs) (laughs) Just living life without your biggest support system is challenging for anybody. I get it. I'm a really good cheerleader. You are. And (laughs) you're a great listener and you read me better than anybody. And you are a great support system for the boys And it was just, it was a lot. The boys, I love them so much, but I need my space from them. And they're, they've been attached to my hip and they're a lot. And so I would say this trip, I'm glad it happened because it's great for your career. It's going to get you to that next level. You had a great time. It was hard, but I'm really glad that it happened because Mm -hmm. I know that we're only 
going to get stronger. I would also like to point out that today's Tuesday. He came home at 1.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday. We have from 1.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday. Then we have all of Wednesday. And then I leave for Cabo Thursday morning, like bright and early at 5 a.m. I think this this is what made it extra hard from the, so, the beginning. Too. Yeah. So we were like, okay, so there's 15 days in India. And then there's a whole nother seven days of Nicole and Cabo. So really, it's all these days together with like maybe 24 hours. Plus, my sister's coming into town tomorrow. So we don't get a whole lot of alone time. And it's just, it's a lot. It's that's a long time to go. So we compiled the two trips together and thought of it as like that whole time instead of the two separate trips. And I think it's good. It's healthy to have space. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Everyone knows that saying, but I missed you like crazy. And I'm very thankful that you're back home. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. You're so smiley right now. (laughs) I'm about to get sappy. It's because I had... 35 hours worth of travel to to reevaluate the vows that I'm going to speak to you on our wedding day. And so people, I'm sorry for the folks that in the airport that just saw me smiling and just like partially tearing up and just I hope someone recorded you. Being all it sorts goes viral of somewhere. being all sorts of sappy. Oh, this is the thing I didn't note from the India trip. Sorry, a quick little side note here. I was warned by my friends, my colleagues that so in, in Pune, especially like in the like the not as popular cities, it's like tourists are like a, a big deal that, that they're there. And so expect pictures to be taken of you without your consent or sometimes with your consent. That happened multiple times. But the, my favorite one, <laughs> I didn't even tell you oh this gosh. about this because I just forgot. So I was at this restaurant by myself and <laughs> the waiter asked like he he brought this dessert that i didn't order <laughs> and he he said mr Gaso, can i take a photo with you and i'm like oh the waiter yeah. said that yeah and i was like oh yeah no that's totally fine yeah sure and he's oh great and then and then several other waiters showed up shut up they all took a photo with me and then like all together they had somebody else take a photo and Meanwhile, all these other people in the restaurant are like looking at me thinking like maybe I'm famous. Oh, God. <laughs> it was the funniest moment of my life in the, during this trip. Was I it think. just like because you were American? Yeah, because I'm basically the only white person around. Yeah. And I think that it was just like, yeah. So I had talked to the waiter previously. and I was like, yeah, I'm from the States, like from, from Indianapolis, like all this. I got here for a work trip. They're probably like, what the hell's Indianapolis? <laughs> they knew Indiana. But yeah, like all these other people are like is this guy famous <laughs> so that was just a little side note there which was really funny that actually totally explains remember the story i told you about how i so people that don't know part of my family lives in the middle east mm-hmm. and they i saw like an instagram story of one of my cousins getting like all of these little like middle eastern girls coming up to him wanting to take selfies and mm-hmm. i was like why And I was like, maybe they think he's like famous or something because he's like tall, blonde, like good looking and American. (laughs) And that probably was what it was. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I'm not going to lie. I had a bit of an ego leaving that restaurant. Oh, I'm sure. My God. I was like walking out. Yeah, I'm famous. You were hot shit. (laughs) 
Meanwhile, they're like, this dude's white, so let's take a picture with him. Yeah, that, that summarizes how that, oh that transaction went down. <laughs> but back to the topic at hand. So yeah, my perspective on the trip, yes, it was sprung upon us. Oh, you're pouring more champagne. Bless that. Yep. Cheers to, to everybody in the background here. We're celebrating. We are celebrating. I so, was told by people that what they enjoyed your episodes, but what they missed most was like our banter back and forth. Ah, yeah. No, so. no banter. My episodes, I and especially the one that I did like a backup recording on, there's no... It, it's a lot more serious is the tone. K-Bay told me actually my voice is very soothing. Oh. Like by itself. I... That's I, cool. I knew I didn't have a, a soothing voice. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I have a soothing voice, but Kaylee said I did. I I don't know. We'll have to have to follow if up. If she on said that it, one. then it's probably true. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, Kaylee. See you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just so my side of the whole trip. So yeah, the trip was sprung on us. It was like something that's just not mentally like ready for i wasn't ready for it like when i was describing the trip i just i had this thought of what india was going to be like and i had to say indie india i'm pretty sure you just said indie whoops maybe i can edit that out (laughs) (laughs) no honey we live in (laughs) indie so i had this thought of what india there you go period was going to look like and my my assumptions a lot of them were wrong and i really didn't because i was so prepared or in the process of preparing for what i was going to talk about and do during my india trip i really wasn't preparing myself for the emotions that i was going to experience while i was gone and in back to the points of we grew we grew our relationship in a time where we could constantly have a back and forth. We grew, you know, we could honestly describe our relationship, especially our early relationship as codependent. Like I'm not ashamed to admit that like very much like a codependent relationship. There's a lot of that. I think we've grown out of that in a lot of ways, but very much codependent and a lot of that, I think, just stems from the fact that we have a lot of similar friends mm-hmm. and we like a lot of the same stuff. But so I wasn't emotionally prepared for what was what I was going to experience while I was gone. And so the nights, the first night, not really, I didn't sleep that much, but I think it was just because it was a different place. Yeah. So just the unfamiliarity and work was keeping me distracted and busy so I really wasn't thinking all that much, but then the emotion set in when I saw you were struggling with it, and then it allowed me to see like what I was actually experiencing within myself. It basically I retrospected myself after. So if go back and listen to the previous episode, I was distracting myself with social media in a lot of ways during my free time. So after I stopped doing that, I was able to really see what my emotions were. And I was like, oh my God, I really miss this girl. And not only that, there was a part of me that really missed experiencing something new with you. We've done these new things together. And it's such a highlight looking back on those moments that, that we've gone on trips together and done new things together. I just, I, every time I experienced something new in India, I was like, Oh my gosh, like Cole would just like love this or, Oh no, Cole really would not like this. 
I I was thinking like in that those terms the whole time, essentially after I stopped distracting myself. And then it set in with Boone getting sick and and having a seizure. And what really sucked about that, so like that call came in at two AM, three AM India time, and I was basically an emotional wreck after that, the morning after, and I didn't want to I didn't hide it that well, but I, I also feel like I hid it from you. I definitely hid it from work. So like I flipped a switch and I like that part of Josh's brain didn't exist during that time of the trip. Like I was focused on work and then I went back to the hotel and then reality sets in and you're sending me these pictures of like always going back to normal. So like my guard, I guess you could say was letting down, but this inability to do anything, that feeling of helplessness was still there. So like that, that made the second half of the trip really tough. And trust me, I contemplated not telling you. I I know you and I know you would contemplate something like that. But this is a point in our relationship too. like we can share this out to the world. That was a building block in our relationship because there are there have been times in our relationship where it's we can be a better communicator or it's we know this person is going to get more stressed out by the facts versus just let's keep it to ourselves and not worry them when in turn it really does make everything just ultimately worse whenever we hold back or withhold information so i'm really proud of cole in that moment for telling me what happened and yeah it sucked and i had to go into the next day with that info but it ultimately it made me trust her. Like she gave me the step-by-step of what happened, what she did to make sure our boy was okay. And even though I was a wreck after the work day, I was comforted by the fact that I knew what you were doing and I knew the steps you were taking and you were on guard. You, you stayed home from work, like all, all the, all these steps that I knew you were ensuring that you were taking care of the boy. And yeah, it, it, it made me feel like this, even though like I had the helplessness, I knew he was going to be okay be- because he was with you. Mm-hmm. D- yeah, just to, to to round out the whole trip and, and the being away experience, like I've never felt, everybody, I think you described it best, everybody hits a wall whenever they go on a vacation or a trip. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, like I, I've loved being here. I just want to be home. That really didn't set in until the third time through security at the Delhi airport. <laughs> <laughs> India does TSA a little bit differently than everybody else. It's not just not necessarily to say it's done a bad way. It's just like it's done differently, like where you have to take everything out of the bags. It's you're at the point of exhaustion already, and it's oh my god, I have to do this again. And then you have to get onto a 16-hour flight, and then get onto another connecting flight because Indy doesn't have an international section. Yeah, it's a lot. So it was a lot. I've never felt bitten felt more ready to be home to see someone not necessarily for any particular reason a lot of it was i want to be home i want to be with my family i i want to be close to you emotionally and physically and to top it off you're leaving for cabo in you know two days and so it's yeah it's been really the more and more i reflect on it it's been tough 
but ultimately I think the trip was such a, such an amazing thing for us both to experience because we had to figure it out. Like we had to excuse the fact that we had done nothing but spend time with each other for years and we had to figure it out on our, on our own. Not to say we can't like be our own person, like that we've already established we can be our own person. We are that, but I think there's just a sense of comfort being next to you. There's a sense of comfort knowing my coal is like within arm's reach or within like a, a 20 minute drive reach. And you're right there. You're my partner. I don't know. I don't know if it's just, I don't think it's just me that feels this way, but you are like, I want the people who have never experienced this kind of relationship, this kind of connection with another human being like in a romantic sense to picture like who is the one person that you can spend time with that you really don't ever get sick of them. You enjoy anything you do together. That is Josh for me. Like he is not only the person that like, yes, I want to be with and I want to have sex with and all of these things, but he is also the person that I want to go out drinking with and I want to go experience new restaurants with and I want to go to rumble with. And so like for me, it was I felt the person that like I want to spend all my time with, whether that's in just the two of us or in a group setting, was not here. And it was going to be a long time till you were back. And then I was going to go and we were going to be separated for even longer. But so I want people to like think, imagine it in that way. Like Josh and I can absolutely function without each other. We do things without each other. Like we have separate lives, but we genuinely just enjoy the same things and enjoy experiencing life together. But I think on top of it, when, whether you're at home or not, like when something as huge as your partner is taken out of the equation, your routine gets all screwed up. So I was ready to get back into my routine of, there were a lot of things that were, Josh is always the one that wakes up first with the boys cause he's the early bird. And there were things that I needed to get used to over the last week and a half that I wasn't used to. And you factor in the fact that I wasn't, I also was not getting much sleep because I don't sleep well with by myself anymore. And so like all of these things contributed and then Boone got sick and then all these things contributed to the two days that I really struggled. And I would say the rest of the time I, I listened to Josh's episode about not distracting yourself and to really like process emotions and things like that. And I did that very quickly after Josh left because I was like, I'm going to process my emotions about him not being here now so that I can hopefully overcome them and enjoy the rest of my time by myself. And that's exactly what happened. Like the first few days were rough. And then after Boone was doing better, I was able to enjoy the rest of my time because I do enjoy being by myself. But there's a big difference between being by myself in the bedroom when Josh is out in the living room playing video games versus me (laughs) being in Indianapolis by myself when Josh is across the entire world. Hmm. So it was quite an experience. I'm thankful for it. Of course, like I'm so excited for Cabo. All the girls that are going to Cabo with me, like we have a group text and all we've been talking about is how fucking amazing it is gonna be i'm so excited for you it is gonna be so much fun and i'm going with the best group of people you showed me the videos of the parties and i'm honest i'm so jealous it's just gonna be so nice to be with some of my absolute best friends and my sister and son and booze and 
water and it's going to be great it sounded it sounded like you said i'm going to be there with uh, no it sounded like you said (laughs) the boobs it sounded like you said i'm going to be there with my sister and my son my son yeah like i mean in cabo it is going to be my son because i'm going to be like listen son me and you but you get what i'm saying your your son like the son i don't know about yeah 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 (laughs) yeah you're right i have a legitimate son somewhere that you don't know about listen i have two sons they're furry and one of them is staring at me right now it's true he's pouting because his bone is somewhere that he can't get but whatever anyways cabo is going to be amazing i'm very excited for it do i wish that India and Cabo were not backed up to one another, of course, because I just got you back and I'm really excited to spend time with you, even if it's just for a day. But I'm not at all going to go into Cabo being like, man, I wish that I was at home with Josh. Like this trip is very important to me. And these people that are going on this trip with me are very important to me. And I'm not going to waste a second being like, oh man, I really wish that I got longer with like we have our whole lives together for sure it's yeah it's them celebrating you you celebrating with your friends i i think the difference between our bachelor and bachelorette parties versus other people's parties is we're not celebrating singleness it's more about celebrating our friends absolutely i have a group of 10 plus guys going with me it's because i love them dearly and i want to party with them yeah the same goes for you. You want to party with your girls. And I like I love each and every single one of those girls, including your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I I love them, but like that alone time in a in that situation is gonna be you celebrating them, celebrating you. Absolutely. And it's so important. Am I jealous and do I want to go? Like a hundred percent. Not to be a watchful eye. No, I want to party with you. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like there, when I went out with people last Saturday, two Saturdays ago, it just didn't feel right without you. Did we have a blast? Absolutely. But like you are the person that I always want to drink with, the person I always want to dance with, the person I always want to act stupid with. Can I do it with other people? Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I don't think about you during those times. Nobody dances like Gouda does. That's very true. (laughs) I'm waiting for someone else to do a handstand and twerk on the wall. Hey, don't look for them. You have them. (laughs) Your life partner is that person. So I think the moral of the story here is that whether you're in a couple or not, one, if you're not in a couple and you're like, okay, these people can go 15, I'm alone every day and they can go 15 days alone. That's not the moral of the story. It's that I hope that you find someone or you have multiple someones. It could be your friends. Like Mm. it could be your sibling. It could be your mom. It could be whoever, someone that like you never get sick of, you enjoy all of your time with them. Is your relationship perfect? Absolutely not. But like any kind of distance is always going to do something positive as long as you're proactive about that distance and that time and that space. But it's also okay to admit like, fuck, I actually like really miss this person and I miss them being close to me and I miss them being around me. I miss sleeping with them. I miss whatever. Like it's okay. You can have the best of both worlds. I think that was the biggest lesson for me was like, I was allowed to miss you, but I was also allowed to go out and have a good time and live my life without you. Yeah. 
Just don't have as much fun without me. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Ignore what he just said. I'm just kidding. Maybe we talk. We, maybe we have a whole episode about bachelor or bachelorette parties. I was gonna say I may need like a whole episode to recap Cabo. Yeah, so. I I think so. Just put a tracker on Allie, and we'll we'll be good to go. And they're gonna put a tracker on you. So yeah, I wander. I get that. You do wander. No, not a tracker. We're putting an air tag on you, and by we, all of your friends. Maybe, we've already th- we've already talked about it. Maybe multiple trackers. I like. Hey, listen, friends. I like to meet people, and I like to explore. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so that's a great combination. And it's it's a bad equation for when I'm drunk. Right. I, I understand that. Air tag. Yes, multiple air tags. One in my shoe. One in my shirt pocket. <laughs> one in my butt pocket. No, not shirt pocket, because you'll probably take your shirt off at some point. No, I. Yes. I'm not getting kicked out of any casinos. Thank no, God, no, please no, don't. No. This has been an unfiltered goals podcast with both Cole and Gouda. So excited to be back and to be together and to just pick up where we left off and keep the train rolling. We are so thankful for all of our listeners. We continue to have so many people reach out to us and talk about how they love the episodes, what they learn from the episodes, how they relate to the episodes. And it just blows my mind that we're like, close to 15 episodes in at this point and people are still following along and tuning in and it's just it's crazy i love it episode 14 we're yeah we're getting close to over a a thousand listens which is yeah it's crazy it's amazing we don't do it of course for any monetary kickback reason we just enjoy the banter back and forth yeah and hopefully yeah hopefully you enjoyed a bit more than me just talking solo to the microphone we have that backup episode. Maybe we'll release that as like a bonus episode at some point. Yeah. But for, for sure. next week, we'll pre-record. That way Cole is still here, even when she's in Cabo. Woohoo! All right, y'all. This has been Unfiltered Goals. We'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.